This week's episode is brought to you by Night Owl's Print Shop, who do custom screen printing for anybody on just about anything. It's super quick, and they do it super well. So stop by their website, nightowlsprint.com, and email orders at nightowlsprint.com. If you mention Nocturnal Emotions, you receive free ground shipping in the U.S. on any orders over $200. Go check it out. On with the show. Welcome to Nocturnal Emotions, everybody. I am your host, Harmar Superstar, a.k.a. Sean Tillman, taking you on a flight of fancy into the nighttime where the feeling is so goddamn right. I have long conversations with people that I admire, uh, artists, writers, musicians, comedians, people I find interesting, and I hope you do too. That's just what happens. Wherever the conversation goes is where it goes. And that's why it's so fun to do. Uh, thanks for coming back, or thanks for joining us. If this is your first time nocturnally emoting, you guys are the best. Uh, man, it's been a good week. I just uh, I just got to L.A. I was in Austin for about five days, celebrating 4th of July the right way, sitting in a makeshift pool in my friend Ben's backyard. It was just a giant tub of water that I floated around in while I ate hot dogs, hamburgers. Thought about America. I did it all for America, everybody. Played a fabulous show at the North Door. It was super fun. I uh, thank everybody who came out to that. Uh, I can't wait to get back to Austin. It's always the best time. And uh, it was good to see all my friends and go swimming at Ead's house and all that stuff. Uh, man. Holy man. Uh, but yeah, it happened to uh, coincide with uh, with Doug Benson and Matt Myra's trip to Austin as well this week. So uh, so they decided to join in and be my guests, which I'm very fortunate fortunate to have had uh, had that just sort of fall into my lap and uh, and be able to make it happen. Um, if there is any sound issues, it's because I still can't figure out how to record three people at once. So Doug. And Matt were both uh, sharing a mic back and forth. Uh, obviously, you know Doug from Doug Loves Movies, among uh, his you know, many other things. His stand-up, uh, his movie Super Jaime, and just uh, just being an amazing, hilarious dude. Uh, Matt Myra is part of the whole Nerdist podcast, uh, television show, uh, the traveling insanity that goes with that. Um, and, you know, I've had Jonah Ray on the show before. So uh, they are brothers in arms with that whole thing, uh, and uh, he's a hilarious man. So I'm psyched that this worked out. Pardon any of those technical issues I was talking about before, but I think we'll be able to work it out through the power of compression and modern recording. Uh, so without further ado, I guess uh, let's just jump into it. Here is my conversation with Doug Benson and Matt Myra in Austin, Texas. Oh yeah. Hey guys, welcome to uh, your... You guys share this hotel room, right? Yeah, Doug mm -hmm. and I never sleep uh, apart. Yeah. Even in L.A. 
<laughs> this so we're the Bert and Ernie of podcasting <laughs> nerd comedians. You, we're just puppets. We're not going to get married. <laughs> you guys thought you weren't going to do podcasts this weekend. You were just going to come to Austin and uh, have a good time. You know. Yeah, that's be, be what I ready. like about the uh, movie Interruption. Is is as you saw today with uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Is it's like it's just sort of its own little live event. We don't. Uh, you know, we don't record it for anyone to listen to later. It yeah. just sort of ha- happens and, you know, which takes a little bit of the pressure off because you don't, you know, people aren't going to be hearing it later, but you still want to do as good a show as possible. How how did you feel your uh, hit-miss ratio was, Matt? Uh, I probably... I was batting 600, I think. I think 40% of the time they weren't landing as much it was as I'd good. like there, them to. There were a couple of non-landers, but then they'd come back when people would riff on them a right. little bit more. They just needed a little more explanation. Yeah, I, I went back to the house painting well once too many times. Well, maybe <laughs> seven too many times. <laughs> yeah, because Matt Bearden, who was also on the panel with you and Charlie Hodge, said something about painting his house before the movie Which started. I found fascinating. I don't know. <laughs> What? I'm the only one that enjoyed that anecdote. <laughs> and you know what? Fuck it. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, it is kind of ridiculous. It's the hottest week. Well, maybe. It, I think it just gets hotter here until like October. Yeah, it's Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck would you paint your house in July? I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I okay. wouldn't even do it Thank myself. You. No, you're right. That it's cra- <laughs> you're right. That's crazy. But then the, we, we, we weren't able to mine any further comedy yes, out no, of it. We know why the joke didn't work. We don't have to break it down. <laughs> No, but then, but then when you said it during the movie, it got laughs because it was like a reference to earlier, and that's True. that's always fun. Callbacks, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I'd say it worked as a callback, but initially it was kind of it was a bit of a hole. Yeah, but it's nice to go out and do live uh, shows that aren't recorded for anything because yeah. I think uh, we all do too many podcasts as it is. Yeah. Well, you could drop more n bombs if it's not being recorded. <laughs> Sure yeah, that was one thing about Too Fast, Too Furious is that nobody got, I don't even know, that didn't have, any, have anything to do with an N-bomb, but nobody got laid in this movie. And you didn't, yeah, they're like, the whole a, point of it is like guys who drive cars and get laid, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the they, whole thing. The movie starts off like, look at all these asses. Like, it's a lot of girls in tight shorts and, and their asses, it, like, for the first <laughs> few minutes. And then suddenly it just becomes just, no, this is a movie about dudes that just. <laughs> Drive fast and break the law, and somehow are heroes. Yeah, they're always going to be heroes because they drive the best, Doug. That's how you make a hero now. But they also how many times? How many times do they have to go to the? I'm going to push this button for turbo. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, they're not even really good drivers, and the cars aren't even that great because all the classics all, are beating them. Yeah. <laughs> Everything with regular engines, they just they need as long as they have nitrous, they're good to go. Nitrous saves the world once again. I don't understand that movie. Was that might be the first sexless movie I've seen? Yeah, it's weird. Years, it, it's yeah. A, like even Mendes has cute outfits on, but like she doesn't. Yeah, but like, she yeah. barely sexes anything. And Tyrese is just pissed at fucking Paul Walker for, for looking at her yeah. ass. I don't. There's not even implied sex anywhere. <laughs> no. I love the scene though where Paul Walker and uh, Tyrese are approaching something. We haven't seen what they're approaching. We uh, we've been told it's a car, but Tyrese just starts taking his shirt off, and it just feels oh, like yeah. it just feels like hey, I, I, there's a situation up ahead where I need to have my shirt off. Yeah, but he and doesn't then he know uses what it. He wraps it around his hand to smash the window, which, as it turns out, doesn't need to be smashed. <laughs> <laughs> at all <laughs> but like uh, such a lot of the weird stuff like that in it like, yeah, it is. like it's very I was saying after seeing it that like I just don't care about cars no but you do see a good 50 
cars that a car enthusiast might like seeing. Oh, yeah, totally. I guess no, that's they, the, the porn of it. The entire series of movies is... Uh, is just like the first Star Trek movie, the motion picture, <laughs> where they just show those beauty shots of the ship for 85 minutes yeah. of the movie. Yeah, let's just look at that beautiful... Like, if someone did a supercut of Fast and Furious and took out all the car beauty shots, the entire six movies would run 37 minutes. Oh, yeah. Well, it becomes like a soap opera, because I love five and six. It's like the most fun I've had in the theater in a long time. Those are both really fun. We because did, they become superheroes. We did know? a movie interruption of Fast Five. It's in a family in L.A., and uh, it was so much fun that I have not seen fast six yet oh, man. because i'm saving it for that experience oh sweet yeah you're gonna be psyched because i think it's fun to sit there and not <laughs> not have seen the movie while and, and try to make jokes about it i don't know i had that experience today it wasn't that fun to watch that movie but that movie is like <laughs> fast two they hadn't figured out the fun it, of it's it hard yet. to know it was it was hard for me to know if going back to two would be worth the effort and yeah. it turns out it wasn't really once Ludacris and tyrese become a comedy duo then yeah. shit gets good sure Sure. <laughs> but we got our, you know, we got our laughs in. So I think, like, I, I already got a few tweets from people saying, you know, like oh, that was a fun way to see, like, what what was really not that great of a movie. Oh yeah, that's a Hulk is going to be harsh tomorrow. That's going to be like you haven't done it yet. I mean, that one's going to be hard. That's I mean, got, easy but hard. Yeah, I think that's got it's, some. That's got some long, long pauses of like, let's just <laughs> Ang let's Lee sit just... and think about it for a little while. <laughs> yeah. like, let's sit and think about what it would be like to get gamma radiation. <laughs> but we might get, get in a nice roll with. <laughs> like just making fun of how slow and oh, yeah. weird and dramatic oh, yeah, it is because exactly. it's like it, you know Ang Lee like that guy is like you know speaking of batting averages like he's he's more than 600 I think oh yeah and uh, so f- for him for that that's that's probably his biggest failure like oh, yeah. like not only in terms of box office but in terms of like just it just didn't work how much of a failure is it though because it made a hundred and something right it, it easily I it mean, came out of the know. gate strong yeah yeah i don't know well, everybody wanted to see it they wanted yeah. it to be good but it really wasn't very good and then it sort of like the, just the whole thing and then they made another movie with another guy and then <laughs> yeah. they put another guy in the movie again there's a lot of guys yeah. who are ultimately not the guy like <laughs> like when he's hulk it looks not looks and acts nothing like the guy that's the thing about if we will we'll see tomorrow uh, uh people at home go ahead and rent the hulk if you don't have it uh but <laughs> We'll see tomorrow that that Hulk looks a lot like Eric Bana. Like, Ang Lee went to the trouble of, like, Ooh. capping. Yeah, it looks like a super fat, muscular yeah, Eric Bana. Green, green, green Eric Bana. <laughs> which is cool that he went to that trouble, yeah. but, like, he should have maybe thought about some other areas, like uh, Pacing. dialogue. <laughs> hey, don't, don't worry about that. Jennifer Conley's in that. Oh, boy. It's going to be Nick Nolte, who I haven't seen in a movie time well the thing i love to harp on and on about about hulk is that nick nolte clearly during production of hulk was when he got his dui oh yeah he's crazy and he had that crazy hair and he even had the shirt on like i think he was driving (laughs) home from the set and no one ever described it that way they all just went look at crazy nick nolte and it's like no that's what his character looked like like he never got exonerated for that enough in the press i thought yeah i think so too like real information you have like do you know that he can you while this is going also do the internet I have no internet here because it would cost me pull up Nick Nolte's head his mugshot is he's wearing one of those crazy (laughs) Hawaiian shirts and his hair's all crazy like it is like his character in the movie yeah. <laughs> I can't. And his character in the movie probably drank, so it made perfect sense. Yeah, that he, he was, was out, just, he was out methoding method. it up. 
and uh, <laughs> and he got uh, arrested for a DUI. Like okay. his character would have. His yeah. character was going through some shit. Yeah. Good at it. Here we go. We got it. We got it up. Yeah, Nick Nolte mugshot. Look at that. It's the crazy shirt <laughs> yeah. and the crazy hair. That's from the movie. Are you, Are you sure? Nobody said you know, that. You I've know. never noticed that. Like, You're gonna no see way. it tomorrow. I can't. Oh, wait. whoa! You got that's great. That's always held the whole up thing. as the craziest mugshot. It's like no, that's how he looked while he was making Hulk. <laughs> I remember it off Anybody the top of my head. Together? Oh my god! I have, I've never I, heard I this. do every time it comes up. <laughs> it's just like I feel like you just found the guy on the grassy knoll in a photo that nobody noticed he was in. <laughs> no, I think everyone always just nods when I bring it up. Like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. You just need to carry that picture around in your wallet. There was a time when uh, <laughs> when there was a footage on the on E News Daily and everywhere of Matthew McConaughey running up and down a beach with palm fronds like flapping them like he was a big glorious bird, <laughs> and and then I saw the trailer for Surfer Dude, and that's like a scene from that movie. He was oh, shooting yeah, he, a scene. Yeah, you're like, what's wrong they, with the celebrity? They film it and they don't mention. Oh, he's filming a terrible movie. <laughs> so what you're saying is that would be like someone takes a picture and goes, oh my god, look at how bad. Uh, Eddie Murphy let himself go and he's the just shooting professor. Norbit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's... Norbit, which did win an Oscar for best makeup. I just have to say, Norbit did win an Oscar. Well, if it's going to win for something, <laughs> that's the, what it should win for. I think Behind the Candelabra should definitely win a, an Emmy for, for the makeup. Did you guys see that yet? Did you Best guys watch dentures? The, the, the makeup's got. insane. Oh my God. Michael yeah. Douglas's teeth. Oh man. You're doing a very... Yeah, you're really Douglas doing an excellent Liberace Michael Douglas. teeth impression? <laughs> a good mouth impression. He does a teeth impression. <laughs> it's very painful. He's the French Revolution of teeth. <laughs> Quick, you guys, who's this? Oh it was Nick Nolte in a mugshot. <laughs> he changed the shape of his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Austin oh is too much fun. Do your, Austin, do your I love impression it. of Jack Nicholson's teeth if he was president. <laughs> We gotta pull the hair back first. He's <laughs> got a tooth you line on the top. Establish a hairline, <laughs> even in a teeth impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I uh, Austin. It's a good weekend to be in Austin, man. It's an American weekend. It's fun, yeah. It's uh, I'm addicted to queso, so I eat queso with every meal when I'm here. Do you guys get onto that on that wagon? Is queso just you it's, mean the cheese? The cheese dip that you like, yes. It's like uh, melted Velveeta with some other spices. In I'm just there. familiar with the commercials that air all the time for queso fresco. Yeah, with, oh, really? With Aaron Sanchez from commercials? Chopped. Oh, okay, okay. And he acts. If you ever see the commercial, Google it out there. Uh, he is talking about the cheese. It's very beautifully shot, and uh, at the end, he finishes rolling up a a tortilla that just has a red sauce on it, and then he tops it with the cheese. And he steps back like he's just painted the Mona Lisa. Like, he just steps back like, you're fucking never topping this cheese. Or he just, he just made something levitate. <laughs> or disappear. <laughs> you reminded me, of, you looked exactly like Jesse Eisenberg, and now you see me. <laughs> Did you see Now You See Me? I didn't, because that's, to me, that's like, seems like the perfect movie for me to watch for the first time while I have a microphone in my hand yeah. and make fun of it. Do you find that doing the movie interruptions has affected your daily movie life? 
It's ruined it because, like, I was watching Man of Steel the entire time going, oh, this would have been good to interrupt, but I cannot sit through this again Yo, <laughs> under yeah. any circumstances. Yeah, I can't do it. I, I can't. can't. Bring, like, it's uh, not supposed to be that dark. What I admired about Superman. it was just stuff that I can just remember from afar. I never have to see that movie again. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. There were it. things about it I liked, for yeah. sure, but, but, but ultimately, just like the... How long the fight goes on at the end, oh, the, where it's just uh, the same thing over again. I'm going to throw you really far. You're going to throw me really far. We'll dent up a bunch of shit. Yeah. Take it to the moon. They should have fought on the moon. Yeah. That's <laughs> what they should have done. Yeah, just ch- cracking off pieces of moon and like taking a bite out of it and then throwing it at each other. See, I don't think Superman movies are supposed to be that moody. They're supposed to be like fun well, daytime superhero. just the superhero. world of the Nolan world. It's really yeah. antithetical to everything that they're doing over at Marvel as far as like it not being particularly fun yeah like i can't imagine taking an eight-year-old kid to see man of steel no like i really can't it's too dark it's like i don't but it's also too like it's taking a whole movie to tell us you know smallville did it in 18 seasons (laughs) why can't they get through it quicker like and also just the flashback structure drove me crazy because i was just like I liked that. I liked that because everybody knows the origin of Superman, so it's a way to like sort of keep it moving for everybody who already knows. But then, it, but it keeps it moving, and then, oh, but now let's go back for a while. Yeah. Oh. But would you have rather they did the let's go back for a while at the very beginning and just you watched twenty minutes of that? And I wouldn't. You and I would have rather. There's. <laughs> I don't care how dark and serious your Superman is. He should. There should be a scene where he's really happy that he has superpowers. Right, right. right. <laughs> he never fucking celebrates yeah. his ability at all. It's always just like, "Devil, let me use it." At least in the fight, even if Superman returns, at least he fucking gets the idea to throw a baseball really far. You know, yeah. that's a kid enjoying the fact yeah. that he can do shit. Yeah, this kid is like, "Oh, I saved all these kids on the school bus. You shouldn't have done that, Clark. You should have let them all drown." What the fuck? You're the worst father on earth. You're literally. Yeah, he's like, the world's not ready to hear about you yet. Yeah, but those kids would have, were ready to be saved. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was infuriating. Well, the Lord would have saved them. Kevin Costner in that movie is the most infuriating character ever put on screen. Just, just the nature. Superman. I, I don't want to get into the. <laughs> Everybody loves their dogs, but that what he does with the dog is ridiculous. It's so stupid. I mean, it fucking. I bet people have made that mistake in real life, though. Yeah, gone to save a dog and then die in a tornado happens yeah. all the time. <laughs> uh, no, the bigger mistake being, hey, son, you, you got my back on this saving the dog thing? You're Superman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just stand there and watch. Come fucking help. Because that was his thing. Is he didn't want anyone to know that his kid had these yeah. powers. It could have been like, Clark, uh, you handle the dog. I'll go with your mom to under the bridge because, <laughs> yeah, you know. I can't yeah, do get shit. Get the dog. I'll distract everybody so they won't know you're yeah. Superman. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. start throwing shit and feces like that. Should, that should scene. be their whole relationship anyway. The dad just distracts people while they he does Superman stuff. Guys, check it out. <laughs> Talk no, this Clark. is way crazier than that burning <laughs> building over there. <laughs> what happened? I, yeah, I just don't. I don't. They, 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 Superman, Clark Kent, like he's supposed to have this incredibly great moral center. Uh, and that is not established by a guy who goes, you should have let those kids die in that bus. <laughs> yeah, and also, he, he taught his son, you know what, every once in a while, murder is, got, there's a reason for it. Go yeah. ahead and murder yeah, someone. Yeah, what's up with Superman's not supposed to murder people? Oh, that's, uh, that's one thing. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say who he murders oh, or just a, why. It's just a random murder, right? Yeah. He, gets, he just goes into like a driver's ed class and just picks yeah, one guy. <laughs> the teacher does not... <laughs> It's during his hobo face. 
Oh, he's train riding. He just starts murdering he's tramping. And somebody steals his bindle. The thrill of the kill. He's got his last can of beans. He really fought. He, he was frustrated he had to go to traffic school because he really fought that ticket because the officer wrote down uh, faster than a speeding bullet. And it's like, if you're not going to write down exactly how fast I was going, then I don't, I don't think you can prove it in a court of law. And he had to sit through the online portion, too. Oh, that takes forever. So annoying. And it won't refresh in time. <laughs> That's a great bit in the next when they make when they make Superman when they make Man of Steel two there should be a bit where Clark Kent's really frustrated with the computers they're not he's fast constantly enough. like this isn't fast enough <laughs> where I come from I'm Krypton I could go get this information myself if it was like I could fly to China and back by the time this downloads we don't have screens where I come from just a series of those desk things where you put your hand through and the pin make the shape of the thing. <laughs> what is that? They don't have screens. Everything is like a bunch of pins forming a picture. Uh, it's a minority report. And okay. how, how, how the fuck, why the fuck can Jorel show up to other people to fill them in on what's yeah. going on? Yeah, why? What is he doing? I get him talking to his own son in the Fortress of Solitude, yeah. but he just shows up randomly and tells another character, hey, listen, here's what's going on. Yeah, I, well, Whoa, so, aren't you Jorel? Yeah, yeah, I'm the dead father. How can I, someone I just, else show up into your Fortress of Solitude? It's in the name. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, that whole thing. I, I. I will say Russell Crowe in that movie was delightful. I thought he was fantastic. Delightful. delightful. Wow. I was delighted <laughs> to delight. see because I haven't seen Russell Crowe do something I like in a long. Well, it's time. good to see him not suicidal. Yeah. Like not, his not character had a reason to not live. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he was suicidal. He's always suicidal. That guy. <laughs> It's pretty much. He's a Christ figure all the time. The last, the last thing that I liked of his was Cinderella Man. I didn't. Which was that boxing? Yeah. You know okay. what? Okay. When he when it struck midnight that. and he turned into a pumpkin and then that guy punched the pumpkin, I was like, no way. The pumpkin shattered. And then he died. I want him to let him keep his Australian accent just like once. Yeah. Once right. in a while, you know, just let him let him just be comfortable. The uh, <laughs> that's why he's throwing phones at people. What's funny head. though is if you watch that movie, watch the uh, the opening scene on Krypton, which I think all that stuff is amazing, and that's a really cool movie. If you just did a movie on Krypton, but uh, his fight choreography, if you watch Russell Crowe fighting, he literally is just throwing punches. He doesn't <laughs> use his feet at all, and he's just doing Cinderella Man. Like it looks like he just Whoa. was like, I'm not gonna bother choreographing this with anybody else just i'm gonna do the cinderella man thing you maybe he has cool a he has a, a a pact with the other band members of 30 odd foot of grunt that he won't do any foot footwork in movies anymore he's like this feet are you guys you guys you got can't this. do any footwork odd or otherwise he um no grunting he <laughs> i like the fa- i did i got into the fact that jorrell had like some like had a you know pretty vicious fighting scene yeah like i was impressed by that I was like, that's cool. But it just really feels like Christopher Nolan, you know, in his part of guiding that ship, was like, "Darker." let's break this down exactly like we did with Batman. Instead of looking at it like, let's break it down in a, let's find another new way to reinvent this instead of... Like, where's the fun in Superman? Let's go there. Yeah. The fun of Batman is that it's dark and it's Gotham City yeah. and then like, it's a rich but guy. It, but like, at least the Batman movies have fun, scary villains. Yeah. And, and as good as Michael Shannon is as an intense actor, Zod isn't fun or scary, really. Kind of scary, I guess, but not fun at all. Yeah, no, he's not. He's certainly not fun. And I think, But I do think this sets up nicely 
you're really going to get a sense of Lex Luthor. But also, but also, yeah, yeah. What was behind the? Let's take these super, these arch supervillains, Zod and his hench people, and let's put them into these space pods where we're banishing them to space. But let's do it at the same time that our planet is being destroyed anyway. So if we had just ba- if we had just banished them to some part of our planet, yeah. they would have all died, and that would have been the end of them. But let's let let's give them the best chance to survive our planet being destroyed. If you just lock them in a basement and, and just put on the basement door phantom zone. Yeah, we would have Sorry, bros, we're out of here. <laughs> Yeah, it's a silly movie, but I mean, I guess comic book movies. I guess if I was my age watching Superman with Christopher Reeve, I would have picked it apart just as yeah, much. You're like, what the? Yeah, yeah. Some of this movie, telephone booth. I know it's yeah, the telephone. Booth. Yeah, the telephone. Booth. <laughs> what's he, how's he? How's he even do that? They gotta do something with that. <laughs> well, that's what they did in uh, part two, the Richard Lester one. He runs up to a, or maybe even in Superman. In one of them, he runs up to a newfangled phone booth where you can't climb inside. Not not that they weren't always encased in glass so you can't really change in them without being seen anyway. Yeah, I hope the next one they just go into like a Verizon store. Yeah. <laughs> and he just uses the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, because now like, in the next one he's going to have to do the whole Clark Kent thing and oh, yeah. uh, so that's going to be interesting to see you know, how they approach that, but to me... The next movie is already more interesting to me than the one I just watched. Oh, I think yeah. that's the whole point. There's like the origin thing. It's like I mean, I, I love. But of people Batman into Begins was a really cool yeah, movie. It was, you know. And then they went, "Let's try with a different girl." And then they did <laughs> Dark Knight, and that was this really really cool movie. Yeah. And then they were like, "Let's try yet another girl or two. Yeah. And uh, you know, that, yeah, the whole. It, it, if Heath Ledger had not died. Oh man, it'd be yeah. such a bad. That third part would have been amazing because they would not have said, "Let's move on to Catwoman." Yeah, <laughs> they might have included her. Right, they would yeah. not have done that at all, <laughs> and it but would have been an amazing. There wouldn't uh, be as many movie. bits of people doing the Bane voice, though. So you know, there's yeah. a trade-off there. Uh, well, Bane could have still been in there. <laughs> Doug just wants Bane, Bane could have been. He was already in a movie as like a henchman, I think. Yeah. He was in the ba- the nipple oh, suit yeah, one, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Scarecrow is back too. They, yeah, like there's yeah, a point well, where he's like that, one of the the use of the Scarecrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I liked that a lot. I yeah. liked it, but I was frustrated because I thought that guy not only was great as Scarecrow in the first part, yeah, and then had a weird little part in the second one, yeah. and then a weird little part in the third one, but also that as an actor, that guy, oh, Cillian Murphy, like, was, yeah. but he was on fire with uh, with Batman Begins and Red Eye. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then. Boom! Yeah, where he's, is he? he's he's been now. He's just a guy who does cameos in the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, and he's probably he's probably in Inception too, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. All, yeah, he's in all Christopher Nolan. He's movies. so good. He What's did that drag queen movie for. Uh, there was a bunch of like he did like a weird like sixties British kind of. I, I don't know. I forgot what the name I, of it. What I wish more people would point out is the fact that Tom Lennon is literally playing the same doctor he played in Memento. When he is when he is Bruce Wayne's doctor in the Dark Knight Returns, uh, or Rises, what is it? It's Rises. Returns. <laughs> Returns is the great comic book. Uh, he's playing. He's the he's the doctor. He's the same, same doctor. He is in- so well, Nolan's like, I like that doctor. Well, Christopher Nolan hired him twice to play a doctor. No, no, no. Chris Nolan told Tom that he's playing the same doctor. Oh, whoa. 
Right, but it's still just that's a fun thing to say amongst themselves. Oh, so the do- he's like, like that same doctor relocated to a place that didn't even exist in the world of Memento because I think Gotham doesn't exist in Memento took place in a real place. He's the, he's yeah, got the same character saying, name. No, he's got the same Chris character saying name. Is this is the same world? This exists in the same world. Wow, I think we this could argue. This is what I want. Where was Memento though? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I saw it, it in Vancouver, and that's why I always just think it's in Vancouver. <laughs> Where did Memento take place? Yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can argue it about mi- this I forever. think it might have taken place in Toronto, New York. <laughs> Let's take a break and uh, find out where it actually happened and not tell people when we come back. This week's episode is made possible by Night Owl's Print Shop. They do screen printing customized for anybody on anything. Get shirts for your high school black metal band, koozies for your homemade microbrew, banners for your Fortune 500 company, buttons for your blog, stickers for your bake shop, anything you can think of. They have a very quick turnaround. Night Owl's Print Shop has no setup fees, and they respond in super quick time. They're going to ship all over the world wherever you need your stuff. So uh, make sure to throw around the name Night Owl's Print Shop to your friends. Tell everybody. Stop by the website, nightowlsprint.com, and uh, email them at orders at nightowlsprint.com. If you mention Nocturnal Emotions, you receive free ground shipping in the U.S. on orders over $200. Come on, make some stuff. Sell it. Commerce. Night Owl's Print Shop, making this show free one more week, you know? Just making it awesome. Help them by helping me. Help me by helping them. It's all uh, it's all hippy dippy. Night Owl's Print Shop. Do it up. So we've argued this for a few days now. The uh, this whole We're actually back. memento. We're back in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually we've gone back. Back to our respective Doug homes for a couple weeks. Doug has actually mastered his Bane teeth impression. <laughs> It's not easy because you cannot see his teeth. Yeah, you wouldn't know. So it's super subtle. You got to guess what but he's doing. I under walk there. up to people on the street and I'm just like, well, whose teeth am I doing? And nine times out of ten, they say Bane. They go, go Bane. Tenth time, oddly enough, <laughs> they say <laughs> Lucille Ball <laughs> is their guess. Is their guess. Uh, actually, the and I've heard time. a couple people guess Conrad Bane. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, that's an amazing <laughs> mistake to make. Similar thing to Nicholson. You gotta <laughs> pull back there. Oh, and man. Conrad Bain was like, Do you feel in control, Willis? <laughs> what control are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> this uh, control is lovely, Willis. Your teeth arrangement is quite nice, Willis. <laughs> Let the oh, games my. begin. <laughs> I, this is my favorite. How do these games work? My favorite line in that whole movie is when the little kid is singing the national anthem at the football game, and he goes, "What a beautiful voice!" Yeah, he's really impressed. I like the kid with the worst voice. <laughs> yeah, it was a really was, annoying voice. It was the worst like voice. What, maybe as like a to to Bane is like kind of a dog whistle of a voice. <laughs> Just really, really spoke to him specifically. <laughs> that was the same voice he had as a child. That is my nephew. Raised. It's a shame he's going to perish. <laughs> <laughs> he literally. I got him the gig. I didn't think it through. <laughs> I wish we like 
<laughs> found out that Bane uh, never made the football team in high school and held a grudge. Yeah, yeah. He was, All he was there to do was take out football fields. <laughs> He's like, fuck these jocks anyway. Yeah, you think he'd, he would have like tackled the one guy that made it all the way across or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Punched him in back into the hole or something. Fuck you, Heinz Ward. <laughs> or at least the like, football could have been a bomb, too. It just oh. blows up. The, you know what I mean? Come yeah, on. when he spikes it. <laughs> blows up in everybody's faces. <laughs> Uh, we gotta do our own cut of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do. A, there's a cut. There's a scene. Uh, I don't know if you haven't seen Fast and Furious Six. When you watch, there's a scene where The Rock and a prison guard shake each other. The Rock is squeezing his hand menacingly, and they keep showing their faces, but not like their hands. And they do a shot of the hands, and then the faces like grimacing at each other. And I really just want to replace that with both of them holding each other's dicks really yeah. tight. <laughs> so if somebody can make that into some sort of a, a gift for me, go out there, please and make it happen. Finally, a Mexican cock-off where two guys are just holding each other's dicks so hard. Like, who's going who's gonna to finish it first? So if we were uh, forced to go pitch a show tomorrow and we were cramming under the gun right now, uh, what would you guys want to make? Like, some Oh, of the... I think we've got some show ideas yeah? from this conversation. Yeah, I mean, we could go well, reality. We could go fucking do we, we go scripted. Do we use characters uh, from movies? Can we do that? Yeah, I mean, we can. We can. What about get... a show? <laughs> Interesting take on the superhero thing that everybody's doing. Yeah. Finally, a show where a superhero's father... Like, the superhero has grown up 35 years old, maybe, 38. But that superhero's father has still not given him permission to use his superpowers. <laughs> Wait, what if we do... No, here's the thing. That's, that superhero, <laughs> mentally handicapped. Ooh. Oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you could, so that's why he doesn't re- rebel against his father and use his powers? Or maybe right. his father's protecting him and everyone around him from like maybe just like the, and like they always, the strength in which he just always applies yeah, his powers. Yeah, they always cover it up like, oh, you know, he's one of those guys. He's really strong, but mentally he's not <laughs> oh, all <no>. there. <laughs> yeah, and then, but the guy gets a lot of cows milked <laughs> on, on his farm. I mean... If people knew about this, I would have to go hire a guy to milk these cows, probably three to do the work he did. <laughs> it's going to cost me a lot of cash. I already had this super son who's not too bright. I can just keep here's him in the, the Here's the title. Up. Ready? We call, it up. We, call it, we call it Up Syndrome. Oh. All right. Whoa. Wow. What? No, it's a great name. Good luck, good luck pitching that. It's Up Syndrome. I mean, I don't understand it's like what's happening. It's what's up. happening? It's, it's up. up. It's up. It's happy. So what's the deal? Well, we, you know... We get a we get a character we get a we hire somebody. Uh, Maybe it's like ambiguously. It has to be ups syndrome because it's downs syndrome. And then once you call Ooh. it ups syndrome, then it just sounds like people that have to deliver packages. <laughs> UPS. Maybe they just serve. UPS just hires all of them. They just find all the superheroes. They hire them all, all to right, get their packages. Right, <laughs> get back on track, man. Throwing out the idea. I'm, 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 I'm trashing our superhero. <laughs> oh, you got a better idea. Trashing retarded superhero idea. Okay, well, keep in mind, you brought the retarded part to the table. <laughs> yes. I just wanted him to be repressed by a, fam- by, by a family. Not unlike if everyone loves Raymond, like if he had superpowers. And... And Peter Boyle refused to let him use his superpowers. <laughs> what if all the dads ah. moved? Okay, what if all the fathers of superheroes moved to some retirement community in Florida, and they were all just like living off the past glories of all their children, all about their children, <laughs> yeah. and, what their, and, like, one, and like one of them is like the father of like uh, 
of uh, you know uh, Bruce Wayne. So he's like, uh, he's like, he tra- thinks he sh- I'm dead. Thomas he thinks Wayne is secretly he's like, alive. He's like, the kid retired. thinks I'm dead, but you know what? It made him stronger. So you know, I, I probably the, the the force behind all that. You know, yeah. Maybe I was but a he's deadbeat still dead. like, oh no, I don't know why he killed. Uh, yeah, he was buddies. He was he was drinking buddies with Bane. I don't know why he killed Two Face. <laughs> he's like, I actually, I actually worked with the Joker. He was a nice guy. What if we? <laughs> what if we? What if we tweak it? What if we tweak this? We take uh, we take the superhero parents. They're in their retirement community. Uh, that's all well and good, but in this in this reality, okay, uh, the government has come in and, and started regulating superpowers, superheroes, things like that. And what they've done is they've uh, put them all in projects, ooh, like housing developments, Cabrini Green, just for yeah. They wanted like, listen, you guys are all gonna you stay here in Park La Brea. This is where you guys now live. Uh, and what becomes, what happens is there's, you get different sort of sets of neighbors, you know, sometimes, you know, maybe, maybe you find <laughs> that, uh, Jerry, uh, you know, there's a Jerry Seinfeld type character. Maybe he's, uh, maybe that will be played by, well, it might as well be Superman. He was a big fan of Superman, right? And the, the annoying neighbor that keeps coming over, instead of it being Kramer, we could make that the uh, Green Lantern. <laughs> Are we on board? Yet? Cabrini Green Lantern. Cabrini Green Lantern. JJ <laughs> Walker's there too, but he's not a superhero. He's just really fun. He's a he's a fun guy. Oh my god, that's it. It's good it's times. It's like bosom buddies. Yeah, yeah. Two people have to pretend to be superheroes to live in this building. Yes. <laughs> that's interesting. Oh my god, or two superheroes have to pretend not to be super. No, that's or, less interesting. Okay, that's that, what superheroes oh yeah, do. But then you can have a super, anyway. super. You can have a super super, a super superintendent. <laughs> no, but tricking people that live in a, a superhero good. only building into thinking you're superheroes that yes. would be that would be tricky. Yeah, that'd be super would, hard. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it would this, take these Jesse guys have to do a lot of work. And Woody Harrelson. Yeah, this is it. We have fixed. We fixed our show. This yeah. is the idea. No one's retarded. We call it. We call it Super Buddies. <laughs> Instead of bosom buddies, yeah. Super Buddies. Super Buddies. But then everyone's gonna think it's gonna have like a bunch of like golden retrievers in it playing soccer or football or basketball but or buddies <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of what else we can do with this um, how about super tight <laughs> super tight okay okay super we'll home. put that on the board we're gonna put it on the board super, <laughs> super condo we call it uh, how about if they were uh, brothers and you call it superlatives 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 I as much as I enjoy the, pro- the program the Saying suburgatory freaks me out every time. Oh. <laughs> it it is suburga. It's called suburgatory, right? Not not suburbatory. Suburgatory. Are we being too loud? Do we get balled out by the neighbors? They got a lot of bass. They got a lot of bass. What's bass Somebody's knocking know. on the door and. Oh, oh, they oh. oh turn down service. Gotcha. Oh, uh, well, listen, I don't, I don't need it. <laughs> oh, you want some turn down? We're in the middle of uh, we're in the middle of creating our new uh, television sitcom. Yeah, it's going to make us a lot of Super money. Super buddies. It's going to come on right after uh, whatever that other oh Big Bang Theory. Yeah, we'll just make <laughs> <laughs> it's a Chuck Lorre show. All right, we're going to get seven seasons out of this. Yeah, we're going to make a shit. We're going to get syndication. Uh, okay, let's figure out. We got to figure out the thing. Okay, and the the superintendent of the building. Yeah, the super super. The super super. Uh, is is just an he's just an old 
he's an old Flash. He's <laughs> yeah. just an old Flash, and now he's not. He's like now he's like as fast as Usain Bolt. Yeah, yeah. He's like, like he's yeah, like as fast as the fastest human. He's so old. <laughs> but he goes up to young girls and brags about being. I used to be the yes. Flash, and he's wearing a trench coat, so they run away screaming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's his only superpower now is terrifying young chicks. <laughs> and then, uh, and then downstairs we have uh, we have a threes company situation. Oh yeah, the Regal Beagle. Yeah, we yeah, have yeah, uh, the super we have superhero the bar. Regal Beagle's there, <laughs> and uh, Larry. He's like, who's the Larry? I wonder of the building. Like, I that. always here's a thing that I've always it's been sitting around for years that I've I've put in a couple of scripts that I've written, but I've never done anything with it, but. I wanted everybody to go meet at a bar, and the bar would be run by an old Navajo Indian. Yeah. And it would be called the Trail of Beers. <laughs> and <laughs> this was his this is play, and he's the guy that gives out amazing uh, wisdom and, and advice. <laughs> That's true. You need a right? state. Yeah. I mean, he's like, he's like the Lucy. He knows, he knows everything. <laughs> Back to the, what we were talking about before. <laughs> <laughs> what about <laughs> what about super house super house super house like it's a oh, yeah, house like, of superheroes maybe it's a halfway house for like superheroes super, on the super mend. hostel so it's like a, <laughs> it's like super, superheroes who've been taken out of the game super hostels that's not that's not maybe super house h-a-u-s super place (laughs) super place oh super place i like that it's just like they're cul-de-sac that they live in. don't call me late for super (laughs) super time (laughs) super time i like that right (laughs) super lease (laughs) super super nuts it's an insaneless island it's a institution yeah, it's called Super Nuts. And these two guys, just like Jack Nicholson and One Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest, have to pretend to be insane superheroes. I always call it like Heroes, Heroes Court or Heroes Lane or something very classy like that. Yeah, we all live on Heroes Lane. Heroes ruin the word heroes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what we should, we should call it like... Uh... Maybe they all work in a hero shop and it's super heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That sucks. Super heroes. <laughs> it's not bad. It's I think we bad. take a break here. Think right. about it. Let it let it ruminate. Hello, Earwolf fans. This is Harmar Superstar of Nocturnal Emotions, here to let you know about my new album, Bye Bye 17. What you're listening to right now is the first single, Lady You Shot Me, and the rest of the album is full of sweet, saccharine soul, just as this. Cult Records will be releasing the album on April 23rd in the U.S. and May 6th in the U.K. and Japan. So get ready, look out for it. Pre-order it now on iTunes for only $4.99, a limited time offer. You won't regret it. Go to harmarsuperstar.com for tour dates and cultrecords.com for more information on this glorious record. Bye Bye 17 by Harmar Superstar. You will love it. And I'm out. Back to the show. All right, guys, we're back. Yes. We're back for the final portion 
of the awesome Nocturnal Emotions podcast we're all experiencing. Now it's time for me to ruin one of your favorite songs. It doesn't have to be your favorite song. You don't even have to like the song to tell you the truth. So okay. if we were to, uh, to go deep on some lyrics right now of anyone in the world. All right. All right. All right. Here's what we do. Here's what we do, guys. We're going to stick with the theme, the superhero theme of our, our television show. Yes. Maybe we can get this song as the rights to Ooh. our TV show theme song. Okay. <laughs> oh, what is huh? it? Huh? <laughs> S- that su- I can't stand the Superman. The fly, the five for fighting, the five oh, for fighting yeah. Superman. Oh, yeah. Superman. I fi- no. I'm more than a boo. Yes. <laughs> That's not, what is I'm it called? What, it's called, it's it called, called Superman. Superman. It's called I'm Superman. It's not easy over. in parentheses. By five for fighting. <gasps> let's got, play a clip of got, that now. It's got parentheticals. Yeah, let's it's, got parentheticals. <laughs> it's got a parenthetical. I can't stand to fly. I'm not that naive. I'm just out to find the better part of me. I'm more than a bird. I'm more than a plane. More than some pretty face beside a train And it's not easy to be me I wish that I could cry Okay. I'm more than a bird. <laughs> oh my god. It's like every who's like if a guy came to you crying like in a relationship <laughs> situation, it's like saying he's more than a bird, you're like, yeah. And I'm more than a plane, you're like, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> I never even caught that that song was about Superman. He's, I, I mean, uh, he's comparing, comparing himself, himself to Superman. He's more than some pretty face beside a train. It's not easy to be me. That's how the whole chorus goes. Whoa, this is... This <laughs> is this Kermit? Is this Kermit the Frog singing yeah. this? But this is literally a song from Superman's point of view. Yes. I'm more than a bird. <laughs> I'm but, more than a train. And so it starts with, I can't stand to fly. I'm not that naive. I'm just out to find the better part of me. Oh, you know, yeah. That, fly around till you find the better fart part that of could me. Be, fart farting fuck that could be christian he just means lyrics. fly to the spaceship to see dad right <laughs> yeah. that's what he's looking for he, says he wants some validation from dad uh he's more than a oh, bird because this is all from the point of view of superman i guess I that's guess. what we're figuring out i guess we're trying like which makes it even worse this, uh w- uh second verse goes wish that i could cry fall upon my knees find a way to lie about a home i'll never see what is he trying to do? do we might reverse. Yeah, we might make we this might better. We might make this song better. Yeah, which is he's going to lie about Krypton? Is that what they're saying? That's what, that's what he's saying. Yeah, but he wishes he can't even cry. I think Superman can cry, right? I think Clark Kent missed yeah, up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean he gets real sad. <laughs> that Superman, Chris Nolan, Superman cries a lot. So five for fighting didn't do their their research. Even heroes <laughs> have the right to bleed. Oh my God. They, I, I mean, they, I guess, yeah. I may the be right. disturbed, but won't you conceive? Even heroes have the right to dream. Oh, it's not. And then <laughs> again, so upset. then again, it's not easy to be me. Stop dreaming, heroes. <laughs> Just fucking get to this task at hand. <laughs> you have the right to bleed, okay? And you have the right to dream. So I don't know. Up, up ahead, <laughs> away, away from me. Well, it's all right. You can all sleep sound tonight. I'm not crazy or anything. I'm not crazy or anything. <laughs> I'm not crazy what? or anything. How come we never knew that that lyric was in a 
top 40 song. I'm not crazy or anything. I, I, come on. I mean, ladies, these words I'm not don't make any fucking sense, but let's not, oh let's not put any labels on it. I can't stand to fly. I'm not that naive. Men weren't meant to ride with clouds between their <laughs> knees. Men weren't meant between to ride. Between their knees? Superman like, didn't ride like clouds like a horsey. Clouds like aspirin? <laughs> like a horsey. What Fiber Fighting has just done <laughs> is look for a word to rhyme with naive and have gone to the dictionary and just come up with knees. Knees. Naive. Totally, totally works. Knees. Oh my god. Sub. <laughs> Clouds between fleas. their knees. Fleas would have worked. Yeah, like you could have been like, uh, uh, men can't wipe their tears on their sleeve. Uh, listen, it yeah, more listen with to naive. Creed. Listen, yeah. anything yeah. would have been better. Creed. Yes. <laughs> Mount a steed. <laughs> yeah, like not cl- a cloud steed. Could what? This doesn't make any sense. I'm only a man in a silly red sheet, digging for kryptonite on, on this, this one-way street. street. Why, Why would he, he dig for He wasn't digging. This is weakness. It will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a suicidal Superman. Only this song wait, is about Not a, since Alanis Morissette's ironic has the song gotten oh, everything oh wait, but then more the, wrong. Then this verse gets heavier when he says, Only a man in a funny red sheet looking for special things inside of me because that's his kryptonite. <laughs> this is the special things inside of him, and that's what makes him weak. But he looks for that. Oh. <laughs> and it's... And it's not easy. Being me. Wow. Oh, my God. Just what? think of anybody that's in, like, one of those, like, like fucking jockey fraternity bands that's already getting his dick sucked all the time, even just probably in whatever hometown he lives in, yeah. writing yeah. this song. <laughs> I'm more than a nerd. I'm more than insane. <laughs> but I'm not crazy or anything. You should see his impression <laughs> of Bane. <laughs> My tooth impression of Bane is pretty insane. <laughs> this poor song. Oh my I god! I can't believe it. It's this they is like that Dishwalla song about uh, where God's a woman or whatever. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I really like to meet her. <laughs> she didn't just, or that, I wish you step, step out from that ledge, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> this is, that, we that can't might be, ruin this that song. That might be Matchbox Twenty talking to Superman. Yeah, exactly. He's like, dude. You're, you're crazy. Tie it up, man. You're actually Tie not Superman. You want clouds and between your knees? If you think Who you're says digging, that? If you're going to dig for kryptonite, that's your weakness, bro. Leave it alone. <laughs> Unless they're talking about digging for the Three Doors Down song, Kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> they're digging through the stacks. Should to we find just break crypt- down Three Doors Down kryptonite right now while we're think, at it? I don't think we need I think it's all the same. <laughs> it's all pretty guys who think it's hard to be them. That was delightful. <laughs> I think that's good. It's I think hard we to be open in the world of rock and roll music. <laughs> <laughs> All these cynical nerds are going to make fun of us. Yeah, now. can't can't just be <laughs> conventional and raw. <laughs> well, not when, with those haircuts. Listen, when you write something like uh, "men weren't meant to have fly with clouds between their knees." <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say, when you write something like, do, 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 I said, when I'm a gnome, stink, 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 stink. The sky was cold, it was rose, I was thinking, if I went to my nose, and I wish I could get back. They had a lot, they had a lot of hits, those guys. Oh, my God. In a very short period of time, yeah. Oh, yeah, 3EB. 
<laughs> Third Eye Blind. Save it for another time, Matt. <laughs> Next time. You're making this better. You know, this weekend in L.A., I'm going to see Smash Mouth and Sugar Ray and Gin Blossoms play at the Greek Theater. Oh, I don't know. If, if you guys are around on the 13th, uh, we should all you should hit the Greek Theater with yeah. us. I found the discount tickets. Yeah, yeah. So let's think about let's that. Let's just let the cops chase us around. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jealousy. <laughs> hey, jealousy! Get I left yo, you a note. Yo, fuck nuts! Jealousy! <laughs> <laughs> left you a note on your windshield. Stop parking there! <laughs> All right. Thanks for uh, letting me stop by your hotel in this very fancy, twice as fancy as people at home are thinking. It's the nicest hotel in Austin, the fanciest place you could ever be. That's right. It You've is pretty nice. Been, yeah. Good best. job, Matt. Yeah, Only good the job. Best for Doug. <laughs> Thanks, guys. There you have it. Sometimes you make songs better. Sometimes a band like Five for Fighting just comes along and slaps you across the face with some real dumb lyrics. <laughs> Thanks, Doug and Matt, for uh, letting me invade your hotel rooms. Room. I'm just going to pretend that you guys are sharing one because that's more fun for me. And I think the audience at home. You guys, you, when you travel, you share hotel rooms. You uh, just wear robes and you watch the news together. And that's how it goes. And, uh, and I just got to join in, just be part of that for, for an hour or so. Uh, <laughs> good times. Fantastic times. Great oldies. Um, man, uh, if you want to catch up with me, I don't think I'm playing any live shows too crazy soon. I guess uh, my next one is July 25th at uh, the Bell House in Brooklyn. It's Bust Magazine's 25th anniversary party, or 20th anniversary party, excuse me. And it's going to be really fun. Uh, Julie Klausner is hosting it. Uh, Chiba Mato's playing. I know Amber Tamblin is doing some sort of a thing. Maybe David Cross. Uh, I'm not really sure. The, the lineup just keeps growing and growing and getting better and better every time I look at it. So uh, get your tickets to that because Bus is an amazing magazine and, and I love them and they love me. So it's very mutual. It's good times. But uh, come out to that in New York if you're around. Uh, and other than that, I have uh, not much to report now, but I do have a fuckload of tour dates that are about to come out on harmarsuperstar.com so check that out i'll be in the u.s canada mexico europe uk all over the goddamn place and uh supporting some good awesome bands doing my own shows all that stuff so uh check it out and uh man next week uh my guest is uh simon o'connor from the band kuroma um, I was going to have them this week. Sorry, Simon. Uh, but I decided to put this one out because it was more of a, a timely thing. I felt like it was uh, a good uh, a good thing to have my uh, my Ben, my Benson, my Doug Benson and Matt Myra interview come out just right off the heels of going to Austin just to keep it timely. And uh, But yeah, the Simon O'Connor uh, interview is great. So that's coming out next week. And uh, till then... Have a great time. Enjoy life. Be nice to people. Harm our sleepy time. Bye-bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf Radio. Boom. Com. The wolf dead.